Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nault here with another Ask Me Anything episode. This is audio pulled from my weekly Facebook Live, which you can catch every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central at facebook.com slash the Clovis culture. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps, and it means the world to me. Thank you so much. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis, and I am in the business of impacting people's lives for the better. I have helped over 500 people just like you transform their health and wellness, and I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial, which will give you full-blown access to all of the members-only content that Clovis has to offer, free for a full seven days. Just visit IamClovis.com slash start, S-T-A-R-T, IamClovis.com slash start. You will find some videos of yours truly, and you will find some incredible testimonies from some of my Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the unbelievable stories that these brave individuals have to tell. Stories of full-blown life transformation. 50 pounds in 8 weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 21 pounds in 19 days, 100 pounds in 6 months. You name it, I've got somebody that's done it. Check out IamClovis.com start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, including the Perfect Paleo Powder, just head over to IamClovis.com. Use promo code PERFECTPODCAST. Again, PERFECTPODCAST, all one word, at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your entire first order at IamClovis.com. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Wham! We're live! Instagram Live, Facebook Live, live from Mardi Gras 2018. I'm in New Orleans. This is awesome. I'm on a vacation with my family, but I refuse to let you guys down. Uh, I have committed to this every Wednesday thing, maybe more in the future. Who knows? But I absolutely did not want to miss one. So this is why I look like a complete Looney Tune, because I rock the Clovis culture anytime I'm traveling. And I did horrible, debaucherous things to get these beads. You don't want to know. But I had to do a lot of stuff to get these beads, and I had to wear less clothes than I have now. That was a thing. Sorry. So <laughs> that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, I titled tonight, Potato Tricks and Party Tricks, right? So first things first, let's get on the browser or your phone or wherever you are. We need to share this so all your people can see what we see. Um, I'm going to click the share button on mine. i got to refresh this page. This is crazy, by the way. I figured out, I found a shared workspace here in New Orleans, took an Uber out here, and uh, got myself all set up. I have a tripod. I have a stack of wonderful encyclopedias or something that's acting as a tripod for Facebook Live. We're crushing this thing. Okay, so go to the video and click the share button. Let's share to all your people, okay? I'll share to my people, you share to your people. Share now, public. Boom, I shared it, click the like button, click the love button, get some reactions flying up on the screen, all that cool stuff, um, so we can help more people see this, because we're going to be talking about some really cool stuff today. Um, I was a little bit nervous, I was drinking a cup of coffee this morning trying to figure out exactly what I want to talk about um, today from New Orleans, and I was feeling kind of, you know, yesterday was Fat Tuesday, it was insane, me and my family went absolutely nuts for a little while, and uh, 
Uh, we're running on very, very low sleep. I went on an airboat today and saw a bunch of gators, which is really cool. So I was flying around on an airboat. I'll show you guys a video of that. Uh, so it's just been a crazy, crazy day. And I was having a cup of coffee this morning saying, man, what am I going to think about? What am I going to think about? So thanks to you guys, what I did was I went through all my messages, um, my direct messages on uh, Facebook Messenger, my email, gets a ton of questions via email, some texts from close friends, Instagram messages, everything, and just started looking at some common threads that I was getting. So that's what we're going to hit on today. Now, of course, I'm going to talk about some party tricks because I'm in New Orleans and I do a pretty good job of staying healthy even when I'm on vacation and partying my ass off and not getting completely destroyed or completely derailed by it, being able to kind of keep up and, and keep this healthy thing going, even while having a really, really good time. Um, so my family and friends, they don't live like I do. They just don't. They drink whatever the hell they want. They eat whatever the hell they want. They party their asses off. So I kind of have to try to keep up with them while making good decisions and making sure that I'm prepared. That's the biggest thing is preparing for a trip like this. So I'm going to give you some party tricks. Uh, we're also going to talk about the cardio myth. I did a new series that we're starting up called Five Minute Myths. So I'm going to tackle like the biggest myths and uh, misconceptions around fitness and nutrition. And the first one we did was called the cardio myth. Um, so I got a ton of questions after that where people were like, wait a minute, are you kidding me? There's no way that this can be true because I do cardio every day trying to lose fat. Sorry, I had to blow the myth up for you. Um, so I'm going to elaborate on that because people are just freaking out about it because I kind of blew their minds. Then we're going to talk about potatoes and rice. Potatoes, rice, paleo. How can we make those work? Is it possible to make those work? Why aren't they paleo? Why do some people eat them? Why do some people not eat them? Why do some people have great results with them? Why do some people have terrible results with them? And then I want to talk about another thing, and that is credentials, uh, nutrition experts, fitness experts, personal trainers, normal dudes, okay? There are experts, there are trainers, there are blah, blah, doctors, lawyers, whatever. I'm not any of those, okay? Yes, I'm a certified nutritional therapist. Yes, I'm a specialist in sports nutrition. I got some certifications. Most of what I've done is self-taught and I don't think of myself as an expert. So we're gonna to touch on that. Someone left me a comment on Facebook and it was actually really nice about like what I know about nutrition, but I want to be clear with you guys that I don't think that I'm an expert. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. We'll get into party tips and then I got a big ask. Stay tuned for that. I'm gonna to have to talk to you guys directly about some stuff that I need some help with. We have some big projects. I need your help. If you like these videos, if they've helped you in any way, I need you. So what time is it right now? 7.04, we're gonna dive right in. My family and friends are hanging out, waiting for me. They know I gotta work. They know that I gotta help you. That's what I'm here for. And after this, we're gonna go get some amazing charbroiled, charbroiled oysters. That's weird to say. Charbroiled oysters. We're gonna get some. It's gonna be awesome. Cool. Let me lose this ridiculousness. I just wanted to be in the Mardi Gras spirit. Ooh, I got some sun today. I didn't even know that. Okay, awesome. Uh, all right, so let's dive right in. We're gonna talk about the cardio myth. The cardio myth, I can just freewheel this thing off the top of my head because I've been dealing with it forever. So I talked about the myth of cardio. Um, the cardio myth being how we calculate heart rates in America. This is for fitness, for hospitals, unfortunately, which is crazy. Like all, the, all these monitors, anything that tracks your, your heart rate has this idea of max heart rate, right? So you'll have these gyms and stuff. I'm not knocking them. I'm going to say your names, gyms, don't sue me or anything. People get so pissed at me about this. It's insane. But uh, CrossFit gyms, Orange Theory, Barry's, places like that, 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 that have you monitor your heart rate while you work out. All of the science that they're basing that on actually doesn't exist. It's not that it's wrong, it's that it literally doesn't exist. So I'll tell you a little bit about where max heart rate comes from. So the max heart rate calculation 
is 220 minus your age equals max heart rate. There's never been scientific studies to calculate that. This is from one doctor, one doctor in the 1970s that looked at a bunch of different um, studies that were done to determine risk factor for a cardiac episode, like a heart attack or a, a, a cardiac arrest, something like that, right? So this guy just took 10 different studies that were basically putting older dudes, like 55 years and above, all the test subjects were over 55 years old. They put them on a treadmill and have them walk and monitor their heart rate to see when they felt chest pain or things like that. Now get this, of all 10 of those studies, all of the subjects were over the age of 55, smokers, and have had a history with heart disease. All those test subjects from 10 different studies that weren't trying to determine max heart rate somehow became the blanket statement end-all be-all recommendation for all human beings in America. Damn you, doctor. How? How is that? That's insanity, right? I'm, not, I'm 31 years old. Fitness is fiddle, right? I don't have my max heart rate is the same as those dudes. So there's been a lot of work done since then. Unfortunately, really not a lot of work in determining the actual max heart rate, but we know one thing is for certain. The calculation that we have for max heart rate that all of the wearable tech in America uses is bullshit. We know that definitively. Your Apple Watch, your Fitbit, your Polar chest strap monitor, whatever you're using to monitor your heart rate, the elliptical machines, the treadmill machines where you touch the little sensors, all bullshit is giving you bad information. So when you think you're burning in the fat burning zone, you're not in the fat burning zone. When you think you're in the cardio zone, which is a made up, cardio is a made up term. Literally, it's anything that increases your heart rate is considered cardio training, which is dumb. It, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to it, right? Literally, none at all. So that was the cardio myth that I was talking about. Apparently, it pissed a lot of people off. They started writing me saying, no, dude, I train cardio every day, and my coach and personal trainer says this, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing you have to ask yourself. Why? Like, why don't we ever look back and just go, why? Why is this the max heart rate? Let me Google, where did max heart rate come from? It's that simple. Google it. We're going to talk about this later when I talk about experts. These, this, this stuff is not secrets. It's the same way the sugar industry paid scientists to say fat is related to heart disease in the 1950s. Literally bribed them. We have the communications in writing that they bribed them. This is common information. The New York Times had a piece about it in 2015. People still eat sugar and don't eat fat because they think fat's going to give them a heart attack. This is all common knowledge. I'm not finding some secret archives that I'm digging into that fat is healthy and cardio is bullshit. And now I'm revealing it to the world. Me, just a nult. I am the chosen one to give you the information that no one else on planet Earth has access to. It doesn't work like that. This is simple stuff to find, really. So the cardio thing, 220 minus your age. I'll give you a quick example. There was a professor at the University of North Carolina. I think he was a doctor. Again, I'm spitballing this stuff. But um, he took a rower, one of the members of the rowing team, 20-year-old kid, and he had him row max effort all out for six minutes. Right Now, inside of 90 seconds, so his max heart rate, 220 minus his age, should be 200. That's where you're getting risky. You're redlining your heart. You're going to die, dude. Right? He hit his max heart rate within 90 seconds and was well above it for the remainder of the six-minute workout. And then when he was done, took a few deep breaths, drank a little bit of water. It was perfectly fine. Now, by the medical standard, he should have died because he was at such a high risk of his max heart rate literally just blowing up his heart. Right? It's, it's crazy. So the max heart rate thing is, is nonsense. Now, there has been a lot more work done since then, not necessarily for max heart rate, but what's called an aerobic threshold. Um, so I practice something called maximum aerobic function. 
everyone should do this at least for a little while. You need to build an aerobic threshold. I don't care if you're an athlete. I don't care if you're a CrossFitter. I don't care if you're a weekend warrior. You want to play basketball with your buddies on the weekend. You should build an aerobic threshold. Now, this also helps with fat burning, right? So if you stay in the aerobic threshold, you are only burning fat. When you move into the glycolytic threshold, you start burning sugar or glucose for fuel. Sugar, glucose, same thing, right? So you start burning glucose for fuel. You want to burn fat for fuel. Now, if you follow what I tell you, a lot of people will notice that they're obese and they come to me. I put them on my low-carb paleo plan, but I have them walk 20 minutes a day. I take away all their fitness. You're not allowed to work out. If you're obese, you're not allowed to work out the first four week, weeks of my program. Now, if you're an athlete trying to you know, optimize, we'll talk about your workouts. But if you need to lose fat, we're going to put you on low-carb paleo first, and then we're going to have you walk for 20 minutes a day because that you're going to stay under your aerobic threshold. The aerobic threshold is 180 minus your age. So I'm 31. For the sake of making this easy, we'll call it 30 and say 150. 180 minus your age equals maximum heart rate for aerobic threshold training, right? So if I'm, one, if I'm at 180, subtract 30, that's 150. So that means for all of my cardio training, I want to stay in a window of about 140 to 150, right around 10 BPM. But I don't want to go over 150 because I run the risk of getting into glycolytic zone, burning glucose. I don't want to do that. I want to burn fat. And I want to help my body burn fat more efficiently. That's why aerobic threshold is great when combined with my low-carb paleo plan, right? So to give you an example, this is true aerobic conditioning. This changes the efficiency of your heartbeats. The way your body pumps blood to your muscles and organs becomes more efficient. Let me show you how. I did this for, for six to eight weeks. Now I'm a boxer. I train jujitsu. I've done powerlifting. I do CrossFit, all this stuff. By anyone's standards, I'm a fit dude, right? And when I had tried to stay under 150, I had to walk. I hook up my chest strap monitor and I had to walk. I was like speed walking a little bit. And if I jogged a little bit, boom, I'd spike over 150 because my heart was not working efficiently. So I'm doing like 13 and a half minute miles staying under my aerobic threshold of 180 minus my age, 150, right? Literally walking 13 and a half minute miles. Now, fast forward eight weeks of doing this daily training for 20, just 20 to 30 minutes a day. All of a sudden, I can run an eight-minute mile while staying under 150. That's insane. When you start looking at that efficiency training, it's unbelievable. And the thing is, aerobic threshold training translates into every other thing you do. If you play pickup volleyball or softball or you want to play with your kids or you're a distance runner, you want to do marathons and stuff, don't stay in 60 to 70% max heart rate trying to get a seven-minute mile, blah, 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 blah. Do this aerobic threshold training. Your times will improve. I promise you. And then when it's time to compete, push it balls to the wall. Go all out. Run as fast as you want to, right? But you don't need to train every day like a competition. You are going to hurt yourself. It's overtraining. How many distance runners do you know that have never had an injury? People who have literally run multiple marathons or multiple 5Ks or they run six miles a day. How many of these people do you know that haven't had an injury? My bet is very, very few and far between. Over 60% of distance runners get injuries or have chronic injuries, you know? And yes, you can, you can add aerobic function training to anything else. That's, that's absolutely right. That's a great question. So if you are training CrossFit or training jujitsu or something athletic that you want to do, and that's okay. Let me, let me skip and do a little side note here. Exercise serves two purposes. One, improve a specific skill Two, build muscle. That's what it's for. That's it. Notice fat burning isn't on that list, right? Because aerobic threshold training is incredibly easy. 
You, you, you are not huffing and puffing. You can literally breathe through your nose and hold a conversation with a friend. It's that easy. It's not meant to tax you out. It's not meant to burn your heart out. It's not meant to burn or build muscle. That's not the way that this works. If you get a solid aerobic threshold base, and this goes for you too, Casey, if you build that aerobic threshold, I promise you all of your run times will be better. I promise you your day-to-day training will be better. You'll feel better. I'm saying literally six to eight weeks of 20 to 30 minutes, do this aerobic threshold training, and you don't have to skip your other workouts. I mean, I recommend that if you're obese, you need to lose weight. That first four weeks, if, if you're significantly overweight, I need to heal your body, and fitness is not a part of that. That's a giant mistake that people make when they need to lose weight, especially like uh, New Year's resolutions people. I'm going to get fit. Bam, I'm going to work out six days a week. They hurt themselves. They're sore. They get down on themselves. It's just not the way to do it. Uh, stair stepping for 20 minutes, yes, but you have to be measuring your heart rate, and you have to stay under your threshold. Casey came in late. Go back and watch. It's the 180 minus your age. We'll get to that. <laughs> Go back and look. But, yes, yeah, so you can do stair stepper. You can do whatever form of cardio you want. You can do jumping jacks. You can jump rope. You can walk. But I promise you, you're going to be shocked. You'll be walking down the street, and you're going to go, oh, my God, I'm over my heart rate. I'm over the heart rate that Justin told me. And that's when you're going to understand your heart is not working very efficiently. You may be a trained athlete and go, holy shit, my body's not working efficiently. Justin was absolutely right. I promise you that's what's going to happen. So that's the cardio myth. Build an aerobic threshold. And again, if you have questions about that, uh, shoot me a message. I'll send you links to Dr. Phil Maffetone and his work. Uh, Maffetone is M-A-F-F-E-T-O-N-E. Dr. Phil Maffetone in the 180 rule. He has an app. You can track your workouts with the app. He gives you compatible heart rates, the heart rate monitors like the Polar H7, which I think it's actually an H10 now. The H7 is years old. That's what I use because I'm out of touch, I guess. But a chest strap monitor, monitor your heart rate, any form of cardio you want. But build that aerobic threshold. It will improve every single aspect of of your life. I promise you. Okay, so let's move on to potatoes and rice, two cardinal sins in the paleo world, and we're going to explain why, okay? So what you have to remember with foods is you, you have to stop the debate of is this food paleo, is this food keto, is this food low carb, is this food vegan, is this food Whole30 approved, is this food Beachbody approved, shut up, seriously. Food is food is food. Some food's food, some food isn't food. There's food that we think is food that's poison and you shouldn't eat. There's food that we think humans can digest and they can't, no matter what anybody says, right? We can't digest grass. We cannot, we do not have the digestive enzymes to digest cellulose in grass. That's why cows eat grass and we digest cows, right? Okay, so there's some food that is food, some food that is not food, some food that's straight up poison. So potatoes, white potatoes are not considered paleo Sweet potatoes are considered paleo. Rice of any kind is not considered paleo because it's a grain, right? And all grains are banned from the paleo diet. But the reason why I say we have to get out of this mindset of is something paleo, is something keto, is something low carb, is because it changes with the preparation of the food. A white potato is not paleo, but I'm going to teach you how to make it paleo. Rice is not paleo but I'm gonna teach you how to make it paleo. Not only that, I'm gonna teach you how to make low carb rice. Literally take rice, alter it using processing, oh boy, cooking methods, and make low carb rice, right? So we're gonna make low carb rice. I almost flipped you off by accident. (laughs) We're gonna make low carb rice and we're gonna make low carb potatoes. Now to get back to the potato thing, let's back up a little bit, but I promise I'm gonna teach you how to make these foods acceptable for your body. Um, So potatoes, White potatoes, the skin is loaded with phytates. Phytates 
anti-nutrients, and lectins, right? Now, I did a whole thing about lectins. I think it was AMA number two, so I can link to that. You can go back and learn about lectins, but lectins damage the lining of your gut, and phytates are a powerful anti-nutrient. What anti-nutrients are is when they're roaming around in your belly, like if you have an entire meal and you have a bunch of anti-nutrients, then those anti-nutrients are going to bind to beneficial nutrients that you want to digest, and it's going to escort them out of your body. It's you're, you're not going to absorb the nutrients that you need to. So anti-nutrient stops nutrient absorption. Bionutrient adds nutrient absorption, right? So like if you have a steak with avocado, that avocado helps you digest more of the protein. It's a significant change, actually. So healthy fats mixed in with that protein. It's, it's really, really interesting. So you guys can look up anti-nutrients or bionutrients or bioavailability is a big term used for this stuff. Um, so sweet potatoes don't contain those same phytates and lectins. I don't know why. I'll research it and figure it out for you and send you a message why. But um, they don't contain the, contain the same phytates and lectins. And then there's there's like literally twice as much dietary fiber in sweet potatoes. There's, I think, four times more vitamin A. Um, the vitamin A, one of the major, most potent sources of it in the entire planet is sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are delicious. They're a freaking superfood. They're amazing. I eat like a sweet potato a day. Um, so the thing about White potatoes is if you skin them and prepare them properly, and if you prepare them the way I'm about to tell you, you don't even need to skin them. You just have to prepare them properly. So I want to talk to you real quick about something called resistant starch. Um, for those of you who have taken me up on my approved foods list, and many, many, many of you have, um, on all of these videos on the Clovis page, there, there's links to uh, mail, mail to, boom, it just pops up, has a preloaded message for you that I wrote that sends an email directly to me and says, I want your approved foods list, right? So I send you the approved foods list. And you're going to see there's vegetables, there's no fruit, sorry, and there's a section for resistant starches. Resistant starches are dietary fiber that your body can't digest, but your healthy beneficial gut bacteria can. So resistant starch is literally like a feast for your gut microbiome. Like your healthy bacteria love resistant starches. This is a specific type of dietary fiber that's considered prebiotic, so probiotic bacteria. This is the bacteria that lives in your gut. If you take a probiotic capsule or probiotic powder or whatever, you're literally swallowing bacteria that will populate your gut, right? And like paleo powder, we have bacillus coagulans. We have 6 billion CFU bacillus coagulans in each serving of paleo powder because that's one of the most studied strains of bacteria on planet Earth, PubMed studies and all that. There's like 6,000 studies done for it um, for all the health benefits, right? So those probiotic beneficial bacteria prebiotic the food for the beneficial bacteria the only thing your bacteria can eat is fiber your fiber it's di it's it's literally designed to digest fiber because we can't digest fiber soluble fiber binds with water insoluble fiber does not it helps you basically makes it easier to pass food through your system that's why fiber helps with digestion fiber helps keep you regular all those things right you need prebiotic fiber specific types of fiber specifically resistant starches to feed your beneficial gut microbiome, your, your gut bacteria, right? And that's very important because I had a question about serotonin. 90% uh, of your serotonin, basically your happy drug, is created in the gut through your gut microbiome. Literally the bacteria in your gut produce serotonin. So if you have an imbalanced gut microbiome, you could be suffering from depression, really. SSRIs, uh, serotonin, something reuptake inhibitors, can't remember, but it literally works on serotonin, the serotonin pathway. That's what SSRI medications are. So you can fix a lot of this stuff through the gut microbiome being balanced, right? So you want your gut microbiome to be healthy and resistant starch is a feast for your gut microbiome. 
So let's talk about how you can make white potatoes, not only paleo, but extremely healthy. In fact, there is a diet called the potato hack where you eat nothing but potatoes for three days and it's one of the most effective weight loss strategies ever, literally, in terms of fat loss, straight up fat loss. But you eat nothing but potatoes for three days, literally, prepare them a certain way, no salt, no pepper, no fat, no nothing, plain potatoes, right? But people lose up to a pound a day doing this. So what you do is you either roast them or you bake them, microwave them, whatever you wanna do. You cook a potato, but you must allow it to cool. This is really, really crazy and really interesting. So cook a potato like you normally would, make sure it's thoroughly cooked, leave it out, let it cool. Once it cools down, it becomes more resistant starch than it started with. And this makes the blood sugar spike because potatoes spike the shit out of your blood sugar. White potatoes jack your blood sugar, jack your insulin, it's diabetes waiting to happen if you load up on these things, right? But so you cook this thing, cool it down, it turns into resistant starch. Not only that, no, not room temp, let it cool down. Let it cool down and get cold, okay? Let it get cold. And you can do this over and over and over. If you cook it again and let it cool down again, it will be more resistant starch. Cool down, cook it again, let it cool down again, more resistant starch. You can turn this potato into something that's 100% resistant starch, cannot make you fat, cannot make you gain weight, can't hurt you in any way, and is a feast for your healthy gut bacteria. That's why the potato hack works so well and helps people lose weight so effectively. Now this would be like you do three days of a potato whenever you're, literally whenever you're hungry, just prepare, prepare all these potatoes and cool them down, eat them with the skin, whatever you wanna do. Now these are white potatoes. And then, so they literally become 100% paleo. It's all in the preparation. And you can get really, really good results from this potato hack, which is pretty crazy. So if you wanna try that, try it out. Uh, Chris Presser talked about this one time on Joe Rogan's podcast. So you can actually hear him say it in audio format, Chris Presser, K-R-E-S-S-E-R. -S -S -E we'll link to that show, but he talked about this potato hack. Literally, people lose a pound of fat a day just doing this potato hack because they're feeding their gut microbiome. And I bet they're a whole lot happier because of serotonin. Awesome. Uh, rice. So let's talk about rice as well. Rice is all in the preparation. People love to talk about, well, rice isn't paleo, but there's these blue zones and all these centenarians that live to be 100, these Asian people and things like that. They're all eating white rice, dude. But somehow America has decided that brown rice is the way to go. It's staggering to me. So there's multiple different parts of rice. You have uh, the bran, you have the germ, you have the uh, endosperm. So the endosperm is the only part of the rice that's actually beneficial in any way. That's where all the nutrients are. So like the, the, the germ is the reproductive organ. Basically, it's like, like the seed. Think about it like that. Bran is like the husk. It's the outer edge. This is where all the phytates and lectins are. These things are literally, literally contain chemicals and proteins that are designed to stop animals from eating them by messing up their gut microbiome, getting in there, causing leaky gut, literally trying to kill an animal. So that's what you'll notice is all these people where their diet is really heavy in carbohydrates, mostly in white rice, sticky, sticky, sticky white rice. I was looking this up with my best friend, Evan, today. We were looking at uh, uh, jasmine rice, right? So really, really sticky white rice. His girlfriend eats a ton of it. His wife, sorry, not girlfriend, wife. But uh, just a ton of sticky rice, right? So sticky rice, the brand, the germ are removed. You're dealing with just the endosperm. White rice by itself is just endosperm. That's where all the nutrients and everything are. So get rid of the brown rice, man. That's why there are, there are tons and tons and tons of cultures that eat a ton and ton and ton of rice, but it's always white sticky rice, never brown rice. You're not gonna see that anywhere else. It's just a weird American thing because we decided healthy whole grains were healthy because the government is dumb and should not give you food recommendations, right? Let's remove the food pyramid from all the public schools. Please don't get me started on schools. I'll become a crazy aluminum foil hat person. 
<laughs> it gets ridiculous. Okay, so talking about rice, I told you I was gonna tell you how to make uh, low carb rice. So if you take white rice and you cook it, I mean, you could steam it, you could uh, boil it, whatever you wanna do naturally, but then cook it in something like coconut oil. So like a coconut oil or an avocado oil or grass-fed butter or something like that. And what'll happen is the healthy fats in those oils actually bind to the rice. So you end up with it, the, it, it binds. So brown turning, turning brown rice into white rice removes the phytates. And then you can actually turn some of the carbs in rice into what we talked about earlier, resistant starch. Right? So the way this binds, the fat binds to it and prevents these things from turning into glucose and causing that blood sugar spike. So it's all in how you prepare these foods, right? The same thing goes for beans. Like if you, if you soak beans, I don't believe you should eat beans, but if you soak beans overnight and then cook them at very high heat, you can make them completely paleo because you're removing the phytates and lectins. So let's do a time check, 726. Yeah, okay, so we talked about rice, we talked about potatoes. So yeah, that's how you make low carb rice. If you just combine it with a healthy fat, it converts to the normally digestible starches and they don't turn into glucose. Don't spike your blood sugar, don't spike your insulin. That's a good thing. The potato hack, heat up potatoes, cool down potatoes, makes them mostly resistant starch, much, much, much better for you. We talked about the cardio myth. What else we wanna talk about? Let's talk about Party tips, because we're in Mardi Gras. We're gonna talk about some party tips. So I will tell you this right now. I have drank every single day today. I have had a grand old time every single day today. I have eaten almost 100% paleo the entire time. Very, very close. I have not drank any beer. I have not had any mixed drinks with soda or Diet Coke or sugary bullshit. And I've managed to have a fantastic time. Uh, do I have a specific ratio of rice to lipid? No. I mean, you just, let's say you have a serving of rice. I'd say throw a tablespoon of fat in there, whatever your, your fat choice is. Coconut oil is a great one. Throw it in there, mix it up. It'd be great. Um, rice is not paleo now. No, that's 100% no, 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 no. Unless you prepare it. Like I just told you, preparation makes all the difference. So again, remove this idea of What's paleo? What's keto? What's this? What's that? It's just, there's, there's, there are common things like wheat, right? We're really not designed to digest wheat. Probably not paleo. Can't think of a way to prepare that that makes it paleo. That said, when I was over in Iceland and Norway, I ate bread, drank a couple of beers. I was fine. If I do it in the States, I get sick. Different type of flour, different type of preparation method. It's, we talked about this with dairy too. I have a crash course on dairy in one of my AMAs, American dairy. A lot of people are lactose intolerant with American dairy. Go to, go to Europe. They have A2 cows, not A1 casein cows, A2 cows. Their lactose intolerance disappears. So dairy in the States, not paleo. Dairy in Europe, paleo all of a sudden. Crazy how that works, right? We need to get out of these camps. And I know that I make a paleo product. I have the perfect paleo powder. Yes. Fantastic product. 100% paleo. Two of them are 100% keto. It's awesome, right? Labels are cool. They make you, they help you make quick and easy decisions, but you gotta be careful with the camps, right? It's not just black and white, is this paleo, is this keto, blah, blah, blah. So rice, not paleo, unless you prepare it in a specific fashion. Same thing with white potatoes, prepare them in a specific fashion, okay? Uh, yeah, Italian wheat is different than American. There are people with celiac disease who live in America, and actually a good friend of mine went to her functional medicine doctor and was looking at all her food sensitivities and the way it all lined up, she was like, doc, is there anything I can do? Like, this is crazy. He said, with a straight face, you can move to Europe. 
move to Europe, all your problems will go away. We are one of the least healthy nations on the entire planet. It's insanity. It's crazy. We are one of the least healthy. Wonder Bread is not bread. It's not bread. It's chemicals. You know what I'm saying? So you go over there, you get homemade bread from a bistro in France, and you're probably going to be fine with it. I got homemade bread from a little bistro in Iceland, and it was amazing. You know, I had beer from a local brewery in Iceland and then a local brewery in Norway. I had, I think, two beers on a few different occasions and was totally fine. That would send me running to the bathroom if I'm drinking Bud Light or Miller Light, some bullshit they make here. It's really terrible. I mean, there's no way around it. It's just America has really, really bad food quality. All right, so we're coming up on 730. So uh, back to the party tricks. I'm going to tell you just I wrote down a few little things that I do here to make partying awesome because I love it. I was Fat Tuesday. I was wearing a toga, all these beads. I had a freaking mask on. I was going crazy. I was on balconies throwing beads to people. I was running around with my mom, my best friend Evan, his wife, my stepdad. We were having a grand old time, dancing, singing, going crazy, right? I had a great time, and I felt wonderful this morning. Wonderful. Woke up feeling fine, right? So number one, pick a liquor and stick to it. Notice I didn't say pick an alcoholic beverage. I said pick a liquor, right? So I tend to pick either 100% agave tequila or bourbon whiskey. Um, so I will say this. Yesterday, I think I did a little bit of both, but it was Fat Tuesday. Whatever, dude. I'm just a normal guy. So I tend to do 100% agave silver tequila or bourbon whiskey. Now, I will mix that with soda water. Only soda water, not club soda, not tonic water. This is all sugar, right? Just soda water, maybe a lime wedge. That's it, right? So now you're hydrating at the same time that you're drinking alcohol. Now, if you're doing shots or something, if you're doing shots or you're drinking drinks on the rocks, you're going to want to do a drink, glass of water, a drink, glass of water. That's an old school trick everybody knows from drinking. You learn when you're a kid, but nobody actually does it or remembers to do it. So soda water is kind of an easy way to make sure you're hydrating at the same time. So the other thing is electrolytes. I actually do this when I travel. I travel with uh, either Redmond's Real Salt, or if I don't have Redmond's Real Salt on hand, I'll find a store and get pink Himalayan sea salt. And in the morning, afternoon, and night, I do half a teaspoon with a glass of water. So I make sure that I'm getting enough electrolytes. But the other thing you wanna do is like Mountain Valley spring water, you can find like uh, Pellegrino sparkling water. This is water that has minerals in it. So these are electrolytes. You wanna keep your electrolytes up. It's not just about hydration. You have to keep your electrolytes up. It's very, very, very important. That's where those hangover feelings and things like that, if just before bed, you shit, take a teaspoon of, of salt. It's not going to taste very good, but it'll make you feel much, much better in the morning. You need those electrolytes along with the hydration to really, really help you. So again, no mixers. I mean, the only mixture you can use is water or soda water. There's no simple syrup, triple sec, Coke, diet Coke, blah, 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 blah. And also no beer. So the beer issue, um, what I tell people to do, especially if you're in a place like Nashville or New Orleans or LA or New York City or something like that, where there's going to be a lot of time in between bars, right? There's a lot of walking around. You might be staying in an Airbnb, staying at a hotel or whatever. Pick up Truly's, uh, T-R-U-L-Y. Truly is like my new best friend. And it's hilarious because they come in these long, tall aluminum cans and they have limes on them and pomegranate and all this thing. And all sorts of dudes like to give me shit about drinking them. But I can take those dudes, so it doesn't matter. But literally, I love these things. They're, they're, they're perfect. They're 5% alcohol. It's literally just soda water alcohol. That's it. And it has natural flavors in it that whatever the flavor that you're drinking is, right? So again, alcohol is always going to be a toxin. It's always going to be a toxin. But it's okay to indulge. If you want to indulge, you want to live your life, that's fine. Just make the decision as healthy as you possibly can. It's never going to be healthy. 
I, I promise you that right now, there's no magical way for me to make alcohol healthy. Now, beer is probably the biggest offender because especially something like Mardi Gras where you, everyone's day drinking, so it's just beer, 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 beer. The next thing you know, you've had 14 beers. You wake up the next day feeling like somebody beat you to death with a baseball bat because you've just been destroying your gut, destroying every aspect of your health. It's so inflammatory, I can't even tell you. So choose a liquor, only soda or soda water, get plenty of electrolytes, get plenty of hydration. Truly is a good choice. Also, the great thing about Truly is it looks exactly like water. So put it in a solo cup, put it in a glass, walk around with it. People literally think you're drinking a glass of water. And a cop, anybody wouldn't even know the difference. Smell it, doesn't smell like anything. Just it's You're drinking soda water, right? Have at it, have fun, I'm teaching you to be debaucherous, right? Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about is food while you're eating. So let me see, I got my bag here. Um, I did I did some videos for you guys that I'm gonna post as well. But like I have this is a deer jerky that I brought with me from home. Don't ask me how I got it. You might be mad at me if you love animals. Um, macadamia nuts, right? Sea salted macadamia nuts. I have uh, what else do I got in here? I have epic bars. Jeez, I got all sorts of stuff in here. Epic bars, fantastic. These have about seven grams of carbohydrates each. They're great in a pinch. It's basically like glorified beef jerky, a little different than beef jerky, but they're amazing. So I'm always gonna have Epic bars with me. I'm always gonna have my deer jerky with me. I'll have either macadamia nuts, pecans, or almonds. And then I have paleo powder, of course. So I start every day with this. I, I bring digest and rest and fat loss with me. And um, I took some videos of this too, so you can see how easy, how easy it mixes. You don't even need a shaker bottle. Just get coffee from a local coffee shop or brew coffee in your Airbnb, your hotel or whatever. Boom, mix it in, paleo powder on the go, boom, super healthy option. Uh, the other thing I take with me is Healthy Cell Pro, which I don't actually have the box with me because the box is kind of hard to take, but it's my multivitamin, two in the morning, two at night. Then I take Host Defense, which is for immunity because when you're traveling, you the more immune support you can get, the better. Um, so this is fantastic stuff. That's all I bring with me. I take a lot more supplements than that. I take all sorts of vitamins and minerals. Um, I was doing a chelation detox before I left. Blah, 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 blah. But I used to try to take a pill container and all this stuff with me on these trips, and it just got to be ridiculous. So I just try to cover all my bases with immune support, multivitamin, and bring all these snack foods, right? They're really just normal foods. Sometimes I'll even bring sardines with me. Wild planet sardines are amazing. Rip those open, grab a fork from wherever, use that. And just understand when you're at a restaurant, like this morning, I got an omelet. Uh, it was like an omelet with goat cheese and sausage and bacon and a side of greens, right? And then came with toast. Give the toast to my stepdad. He always wants the toast. Sorry, he's going to eat it anyway. Here you go, dude. Or last night, I got a burger, uh, add egg, add avocado, add bacon, no bun. Boom, that's my whole meal right there. Uh, try to find wild-caught fish or grass-fed beef. If they have it, it's going to be right there on the menu. Um, but just do the best you can. Sometimes you have to accept, I'm traveling. I know I'm not going to get 100% grass-fed beef from a local organic farm. It's really hard to do that, but you got to live your life, right? I'm here from Sunday to Thursday. It's not going to kill me. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, go home tomorrow, right? Barely five days. That's the other thing is I'm living as as perfect as you could really get with nutrition 99% of the time. This five days isn't going to derail me or anything. Um, but I know traveling can be tough. It can absolutely be tough. So sometimes you have to just understand. Do the best you can. Don't beat yourself up over it. Also, we're here for Mardi Gras. The host of our Airbnb is an amazing guy. He's way into the tradition of Mardi Gras. Comes over this morning. Hey, good morning, Justin. Here's a king cake. Explains to me this whole tradition of this king cake that I'm looking at. Praline, pecan, he called it, and it's this amazing Mardi Gras tradition that you have to do. And the guy's standing there right in front of me. I got my cup of coffee. He's like, King Cake, good morning. Here you go. It's a gift, right? 
So you bet your ass, I cut a little sliver of that thing off and tried it, tried about two bites. Oh my God, dude, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for the gift. This is beautiful. Thank you, blah, 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 blah. He walks away. I let the other family try some, blah, blah, blah. That's all I had. I had two bites, right? What am I going to do? I'm going to partake in this, this tradition for this guy, this carnival, uh, carnival, Mardi Gras, this tradition. I'm really surprised how religious this thing is. It's crazy, but it means a lot to a lot of people. As an older man, he's deep in his 60s, and this means something to him. That guy comes to me with a king cake. I'm going to eat that king cake. You bet your ass I'm going to. Because that's just crazy. What am I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm paleo and I own a nutrition company and I can't partake in your king cake, but thank you. Here you go. It's basically like saying, go yourself, dude. It's terrible. Don't do that to people. You know, If you're on a trip, understand you're on a trip, you're going to be fine. Another quick, trip about, uh, a quick trick about drinking on trips. If you can get yourself to stop drinking three hours before bedtime, I promise you your world will change. Hangovers become a thing of the past. If you can get yourself, if you understand it's 12 o'clock and you know you're going to be back at the hotel or back at the Airbnb at 3 a.m. and all your friends are going to be hammered, by that point of the night, no one is going to know if you're just drinking soda water with a lime. So if you feel like, oh, I want to drink with my friends, my friends are drinking, blah, 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 don't worry about it. Order a soda water with a lime, squeeze it in there, drink, party it up. I don't care if you front load all your drinks, have freaking eight drinks for the first three hours you're out. And then if three hours, get a good, nice and buzz, awesome, have friends with your, have fun with your friends. Three hours before bed, if you can commit yourself to stop drinking, you're going to have a much, much, much better morning. Much better. Okay, so um, I think what I'm going to do is maybe open up some Q&A right now. Let's do Q&A first. And then again, uh, I got a couple things that I want to talk to you guys about, some big plans for Clovis and stuff that I need your help with because you beautiful people make this happen for me. And I want to continue to keep this momentum going. Again, we did this uh, vacation week. I'm not going to miss these AMAs for you guys. I'm telling you that's my commitment to you. Um, we got some cool stuff going on in Colorado next week. So we're going to go from New Orleans back to Nashville and out to Colorado. I got some stuff I want to talk to you about. Um, let's dive into some questions. Do you guys have any questions for me? So I got to bring up Facebook here on... Da, 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 da. Whiskey pickles, uh, is that, I'm assuming you mean like a, like a pickle back, I would guess, like a shot with a pickle back. Pickle back is actually awesome because pickles are like the perfect food. I don't know if I've talked to you guys about pickles, but they're 100% paleo, they're 100% keto, they're fantastic. Anything fermented is wonderful, like sauerkraut, kimchi, anything like that. A pickles fermented food. Uh, pickle is also loaded with sodium, loaded with electrolytes, right? So if you're, <laughs> actually, if you're taking, like I used to do a, a tequila with a pickle back, right? So shoot tequila, and some bars will give you a tiny little pickle, right? Or a big pickle, whatever. I don't know, a little bite of a pickle, whatever. So a pickle back is you take a shot and then take a bite of a pickle or eat a whole pickle, whatever. And that's the chaser for this shot, right? Which is <laughs> really interesting. It's awesome. Um, but so you're getting sodium, which is fantastic. So you're getting electrolytes. So if you were to do like tequila shot, whiskey shot, uh, pickle back, and then drink a glass of water, boom, you're going to get like the effects of the buzz. You're going to feel great. But... It's not going to just completely destroy you the next day. You're staying hydrated, keeping those electrolytes up. Picklebacks. I'm all for it. That's hilarious. We should do a whole freaking segment about picklebacks. That's fantastic. Um, sometimes they give you pickle juice too. Same thing. They might just give you a pickle, pickle juice shot back, right? That works as well. Whole pickle, pickle juice, whatever it is. Great. I'm all for it. Okay, let's look at Instagram. What's the app you said that was about cardio? Okay, um... Maffetone post. 
Okay, if you Google that num that that name I just put in there, that's uh, Dr. Phil Mac Dr. Phil Macatone. Dr. Phil Maffetone is the one who's really responsible for a lot of the research around this 180 principle. Um, so go to his website. I think it's drphilmaffetone.com. Sorry. So a lot of this stuff I'll put in show notes, but I forget off the top of my head. Um, so Dr. Phil Maffetone, check him out. Uh, he'll have a link to the app. It's called Math Training, Maximum Aerobic Function. So I think his app is called like MAF Training or something like that. But you can actually track your workouts. It'll tell you when like to do three a week or four a week. You type your height, your age, your weight, all these things. I think he has a food tracker built in there. It's a crazy app, right? And it's pretty cool stuff. Dr. Phil Maffetone is brilliant. This guy has been working on heart rate variability, heart rate BPMs, max heart rate, maximum aerobic function since the early 70s. When the first max heart rate came out, this guy is like an OG in the world of heart rates. It's freaking awesome. They have that. They have OGs in the world of heart rates. It's pretty crazy. Okay. Uh, seriously finished eating a pickle two seconds ago. That's fantastic. Eat more pickles, Chelsea. That's awesome. Uh, actually about cardio, Dr. Phil Maffetone, what else we got here? You're welcome. Have you talked about cheat days already? Yes, we did. That was AMA number five. I think it was the last one. Pretty sure. We did a whole thing about cheat days. Um, yeah. So if you go to clovisculture.com slash blog, clovisculture.com slash blog, and you look at the newsroom section, right? So you click the newsroom there that you can categorize the blog, click newsroom. And um, you can find all those there. I'll link directly to it. And we're going to make show notes for this one just so we make show notes for everything else. Um, but, yeah, we talked about cheat days and exactly how I feel about them. Um, how do you feel about bulletproof coffee, as in coffee, butter, coconut oil, and possibly an egg? Does it warrant the hype? Yup, sure does. I did it for like five years straight. Um, now, that said, I have probably done – I don't even want to say – an amount of money because it's a stupid amount of money. Like I probably could have another house, honestly, with the amount of blood work that I've done on my body. It's ridiculous, the amount of testing I've done. Uh, so recently I did one by Genova Diagnostics called NutraVal and found out that according to my genes, I've sequenced, sequenced my entire human genome, by the way. So I know everything about my genes. I know everything about my blood work, blah, 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 blah. The Genova Diagnostics was a blood and urine test. And turns out I don't do well on super, super strict keto. My body, the receptors that help clear um, cholesterol and fats from your system. I have something called familial hypercholesterolemia. My dad has it. My brother has it. All my uncles have it. Ton of heart attacks in my family. It's not a good idea for me to slurp down fat. So I found out Bulletproof Coffee wasn't exactly a great fit for me, but I will say that for most people, I don't want to throw percentages out there, but most people, Bulletproof Coffee is a fantastic option, especially if you're using it as a Bulletproof Fast where you're replacing breakfast and then not eating again until lunchtime when you're hungry or whatever. But remember this, don't throw coconut oil in your coffee. Don't brew Folgers coffee in your pot and drink that. It's garbage, right? Don't do that. Either get MCT oil. I highly recommend the Bulletproof brand. They have XCT oil and they have Brain Octane. This is pure C8, uh, caprylic acid. You want that. I use Brain Octane. It's a little expensive. And you want single origin coffee beans. Worst case scenario, grab a Starbucks or something. You can put it in there. Tablespoon of MCT, tablespoon of grass-fed butter. It has to be grass-fed. has to be unsalted. Don't just grab butter and throw it in there. That's where the hype gets tricky is almost everybody makes Bulletproof coffee wrong. It's crazy. So I'll put a link to a video on how to actually make Bulletproof coffee from Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof. Um, and he's really got great stuff. His, his, his MCT oil, there's a ton of MCT oil out there. His is third party lab tested by all sorts of independent sources. And it's fantastic. It's basically exogenous ketones. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for bulletproof coffee if it, if it works for you. Right. So if you try it and all of a sudden you gain a bunch of weight or something, don't do that again. You know, you, you, you have to do some self experimentation, but most people switch to the bulletproof diet. And again, your nutrition has to be perfect, right? 
supplements are there to supplement the things you're already doing perfectly. I've said this in a bunch of AMAs now. Supplements exist to supplement the things you're doing perfectly. So if you're drinking, I mean, bulletproof coffee can be anywhere, how, how you prepare it, anywhere from 300 to 600 calories, right? It can be a lot of fat, like 24, 40 grams of fat, depending on how much you're putting in there. So if you're adding that to a diet that's loaded with sugar, if you're going to have bulletproof coffee and then go to work and drink a Diet Coke and eat a sandwich, a Jimmy John sandwich, and then blah, 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 don't add bulletproof coffee. Holy crap. There is nothing more dangerous than fat and sugar combined. Literally, it's insanity, right? Ditch the sugar, get the nutrition right first. Um, I'll put a link to Bulletproof Fat Fasting, and that is where Bulletproof Coffee is for breakfast. And you just wait at the end of the day. So it's basically like you're prolonging your fast from the night before because fat has the smallest impact on insulin and blood sugar spikes. So it's almost like you stay in a fasted state, but it fills you up, keeps you full for hours, right? Which is awesome. Uh, an egg can be cool too. Just add some protein in there, especially women. Women need protein in the morning more than men do. Um, so, or you could even get powdered collagen protein. Like my protein is collagen peptides. That's why. So I switched from Bulletproof to, which I did for years and years and years every morning to my digest and rest paleo powder with just a half tablespoon of MCT because MCT oil is very, very beneficial. But again, I can't do fat, 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 fat. And I just learned this, you know, which, which is crazy. I'm learning all the time and I did a lot of extensive blood work to get it done. So I know for a fact. So this is individualized nutrition. Don't take what I'm doing and apply it to your life, right? Not always, at least. I mean, in a general sense, yes, you can do low-carb paleo. You could try, mess around with ketogenic, maybe cyclical ketogenic with a carb refeed like we talked about last week. Maybe you can do that, right? So for the most part, there's sound advice for everyone, but then when it gets into the nitty-gritty, this is super individualized. We're like snowflakes, man. Nobody is even close to the same. There's stuff that works for me that doesn't work for my dad. There's stuff that works for me that doesn't work for my mom, right? Like smoking cigarettes works for my mom. Mom, why does that work for you? I don't know. I'm going to work on that. We're going to get it figured out. Can you add, is it good to, oh, powder MCT. You got to be careful because powder MCT, like I know exactly what brand you're talking about because there's really only one that people get. Read the ingredients. It's corn-based maltodextrin, right? So now you're dealing with uh, corn fiber, which can be problematic for people. So read the ingredients. If MCT oil were just powder, if the ingredients were MCT oil, Powder MCT, ingredients, MCT, that's fine. But it doesn't work that way when you powder stuff. There has to be a carrying agent, right? So there's like corn maltodextrin, I'm pretty sure. Or corn, it'll say corn fiber or something like that, but it's basically corn maltodextrin. That's, so there are some other chemicals in that MCT powder. For the most part, great, works the same way. Um, but just understand that. Like if you have a corn allergy or something like that, you might have an issue with that product. Um, can you add the oil? Go, yep, yep, exactly. So I use a half... Uh, half tablespoon of uh, MCT oil. I use the Brain Octane oil, Brain Octane brand. Yeah, mom, everybody get on my mom. Everybody leave comments and say, mom, quit smoking. What are you doing? This is crazy. Yeah, quit smoking, right? I got her off Diet Coke though. She's on Zevia now, which is fantastic. It's a step in the right direction, right? Okay, what are we looking at for time? We got about 12 minutes left. Okay, awesome. So I want to touch on something real quick that's super, super important to me. And somebody left a Facebook comment and sometimes they don't mean to you know, they don't, they don't know exactly what they're saying. Like it was, it was a joke, right? It was basically me in a toga, Mardi Gras beads, crazy thing on my face. And it, the, the comment was uh, from someone who's awesome. She's following all my work. She's fantastic. I love her emails. I love her comments for it's, it's great. Right. Um, this is not what I think of. This picture is not what I think of when I think of a nutritional genius. That was a comment about me. Right. Uh, so I appreciate that. That's anytime anybody calls me a genius, I'm going to smile ear to ear. I'm going to light up. Right. But I need you guys to understand something, right? Experts. We have to talk about experts. 
This is very, very, very important because this old school mentality before the internet was around, particularly before the internet was around, that there are experts, there are doctors, there are PhDs, there are lawyers, there are accountants, there are these people that, are, that have these specialty skills. They're experts, right? We're not them. It's the same thing as celebrities. You look at like Lady Gaga, she's a human just like you. She puts pants on in the morning and brushes her teeth, hopefully. She's freaking normal, dude. She's normal. That's why celebrities lose their mind because they're normal and they have all this immense pressure on them. They're not gods. Experts are not gods. I'm not an expert. I'm a dude. I'm a normal dude. I'm a professional musician. I've been a professional musician for 15 years. I used to have a Jägermeister sponsorship with one of my bands. I drank Miller Lake and Jaeger for years. I didn't know better. I just, I'm a dude who figured some shit out. Now, I was a talented dude, so I've been a professional musician for the last 15 years, and I made a great living doing that. I went to Berklee College of Music in Boston. I was playing professional gigs before them, moved out to Nashville, dropped an album, got on reality TV. I play a dueling piano bar called The Big Bangs, one of the best dueling piano bars in the entire country, and I've been there for 10 years, right? So I'm able to just work the weekends and make a good living. So what did that leave me with? It left me with a lot of free time. So I learned how to speed read. I took a course, literally took a course and watched hours and hours of video and did the training sessions of 10 to 15 minutes every single day for these speed reading courses. That's it, 10 to 15 minutes a day for 21 days and it doubled my reading speed and my comprehension. Next thing you know, I can devour three to four books a week. So all of a sudden I read three to four books a week for six years and I listen to every podcast I can get my hands on, every audible book I can get my hands on. If I have a trip to Gatlinburg or a trip to Rhode Island and I'm driving, I'm listening to podcasts and audible. Boom, 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 boom. I'm learning as much as I can. And I'm no expert. I'm a normal dude. Every single one of you could have done every single thing that I just told you that I did. Contact me. I'll give you the login for the speed reading course. I give it to people all the time. Here you go. Read. read. This is awesome. Learn. Nobody does it. Nobody does it. I send people books as gifts. I ship them to their house. Six months later, they don't read them. Oh, sorry, man. I read the first chapter and then I got busy. No, by busy, you mean you had to binge House of Cards. You had to watch the new episode of The Walking Dead. You had to play with your dog. I don't know. Whatever the hell you had to do. But besides read that book that was super important to you at that time, but then all of a sudden it doesn't matter anymore. It's, I, I'm, I'm not an expert, right? I know a bunch of shit. I can literally sit in a room with anybody and talk about nutrition. I've sat in rooms with PhDs and had biochemistry conversations with them. Because I bought biochemistry textbooks that were referred to me from them and taught myself. So you have to be careful with this thing of like, don't look at me like an expert, right? And here's why. Here's the other thing. I get a lot of crap from people, especially when I say things like fruit is not a health food. People are, what's this musician talking shit out in Nashville, right? Fruit's not a health food. I can tell you exactly why biochemically. We can go down that road. But the main thing I want to stress to you is I have talked to Dr. Rhonda Patrick from Found My Fitness. I have talked to Dr. Peter Atia, one of the leading minds in ketogenic research. I have talked to Rob Wolf, the number one paleo blogger in the world, who's also a good friend of mine. I've talked to Abel James. I have talked to Dr. William Crowder, uh, Dr. William Cromwell, one of the top five living experts on cholesterol in the world. I've sat in his office with him for five hours and discussed cholesterol with him. And I asked them all the same question. Where can I go to school and get a wonderful education that gives me credentials so I can put important little letters at the end of my name and go like this, right? So a, a, an education that gives me credentials that's based on cutting edge science that's less than 15 years old. Do you know what all of them told me? Doesn't exist. Boom. It doesn't exist. I can study cutting edge science on my computer 
in my house all day. No one's going to give me credentials for it, but I can have conversations with you guys like this and teach you these things because I can learn about them myself. Now, if I go get a degree based on science that's 15 years old, that's what they told me. It takes textbooks up to 15 years to catch up. So if we have a new study that comes out, oh shit, carbs are killing us. We need to tell everyone to eat fat. That will be in textbooks in medical school 15 years from now. Do we have time to wait for that while millions of people die from type 2 diabetes and lifestyle-related diseases, heart attack, stroke? Do we have time for that shit? No. I'm not going to go just to get credentials and spend a hundred grand of my money. I'm not going to do that. Now, I'm not putting down experts. We need experts. We need these people that know biochemistry, that know anatomy, that know biology, that know endocrinology way more than I do. They're very important. But understand, you're on your own out there. I was on my own. I hired personal trainers. I talked to doctors. I took all the advice they gave me. I still had a freaking spare tire that I couldn't get rid of, and I was working out six days a week, right? So you have to understand this expert thing. I'm no expert. I'm a normal dude, and that's why I do all this work for free. I would feel like a complete asshole if I was going to charge you guys for this information. That's crazy. I sell a product. If you like this information and you want to support me, go sell a product. I mean go buy a product. Go to clovisculture.com and buy the perfect paleo powder. Do that for me. I'll love you till the end of time. I love you till the end of time right now. I love doing this. This makes me so happy. But you have to be careful about the expert things, right? This, what I have done here takes a shitload of work. Six hours, thousands, I mean, six years of thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. I literally devoted all of my free time to this, to know these things that I know, to be able to pull facts off the top of my head, right? And be able to change people's lives. But now that I know I can change people's lives, I love it. I want to give it away for free. It's wonderful, but I am no genius. I like to drink tequila. I like to drink bourbon. I like to stand on a balcony with a bourbon in my hand and throw beads at people and cheer and scream while I do it. I'm a professional musician. I drink tequila and get on stage and make dirty jokes. That's what I do. I'm a normal dude, right? I'm a normal dude who just figured some things out. I read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss and said, I can start my own company. I figured out that Baby formula in a pediatric ICU was garbage. And I knew a lot about paleo by that time. This is a personal story with my niece. And I said, I'm gonna try to make my own formula. So I make my own powdered drink. I start selling it. I learn how to build an eBay, uh, uh, an Amazon business. Sell it on Amazon, right? Now we start building Clovis. The Clovis culture is all about changing lives. So this is what I was telling you about earlier. I'm a normal guy who started a company. If you wanna start a company, call me. I know exactly how to do it. I could, I could bypass a ton of the obstacles that I hit while I was doing it. I'll help you in any way I can, right? So I'm trying to spread this word as much as I can, this information. So if you're out there or your friends are out there and they've benefited from these Facebook Lives or they've benefited from a Clovis post or an article that I wrote, I got a ton of articles at clovisculture.com slash blog. Read all those articles. Um, I'm gonna keep putting out more and more and more video content, more and more and more and more and more as much as I possibly can. Right? So if you guys have benefited from this, I have a direct ask from you now. I'm gonna be reaching out to you over the next couple days. Um, if you wanna help me with this, this word to spread and you want me to help more people, shoot me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook or go to the Clovis Culture website and fill out the contact form. I'm Justin at ClovisCulture.com, Justin at ClovisCulture.com. Some way, shape or form that's private, we don't wanna share it. Send me your email address.
make sure I have your email address because I'm gonna share some really big news, some really big things that we're working on and I need your help. I need you guys to build this company, to build this brand, to spread the Clovis culture, to spread the knowledge and the core focus of Clovis, which is to impact the lives of others for the better. That's my core focus. It's the only reason I get out of bed every day. That's what I'm here for. I wanna help people, but I need your help. We need to build this together, okay? We absolutely need to build this together. I cannot do this without you. I am but one man and I work 15 hours a day to get this done, okay? And I'm gonna to continue to do that over and over and over. So I need you guys to help me. Shoot me your email addresses. Thank you so much. This is uh, AMA number six, potato tricks and party tips. Imagine a country, ooh. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy to think about. Crazy, crazy, crazy to think about the, the, the language barrier. That was an Instagram question about the translation of scientific studies takes forever. This stuff, it, it's, it's a nightmare, right? Just go out and do your own research. Learn as much as you can. A lot of experts are going to lead you astray. Just because somebody got a personal trainer certificate in 1985 and now is telling you you need to start every day with oatmeal, screw that dude. Go read a book, man. You're hurting people. You're hurting people. Same with doctors. You got your MD from Harvard Medical School in 1981 when we could barely look at cells under a microscope and now you're giving people nutrition advice? How? You got to be careful of this expert thing. Right? It's like I tell you, anything I tell you that works for me, don't go out and try it right away. Experiment. Individualized nutrition. Individualized nutrition. That's what I'm trying to teach you guys. I'm trying to help you get there. I'm trying to help you get there and experiment, figure it out on your own. So again, guys, I am Justin Nault, founder of Clovis, inventor of the Perfect Paleo Powder, and a specialist in sports nutrition, and a certified nutritional therapist. I get fancy letters at the end of my name. Woo! I'm signing off, guys, live from Mardi Gras in New Orleans. This is Ask Me Anything, Facebook and Instagram Live, number six. Leave me questions, comments, click the like button, click the smiley faces, give me as, much, as many emoji loves as you can. Just boom, 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 boom. Share this, tag your friends and family, help spread this word, do whatever you can to help me get this out there. I'm always here for you. Look me up, Justin Nault, N-A-U-L-T, on all the socials. Justin at ClovisCulture.com goes directly to me, and I will respond personally. Reach out to me. I love you guys. Thank you so much for letting me do this. You are awesome. Thank you for being here. And until next week, I'm going to go back to partying in Mardi Gras. Woo!